Would you find a place and lie down, please? Come over here. Lie down. Stop clicking. Good boy. So life is really weird right now. It is September of 2020. We are on our sixth month, rounding out six months of truly like experiencing a global pandemic of the coronavirus, SARS-CoV-2, COVID-19. It's an election year. Uh, a bunch of people are getting shot in the streets. Uh, places like Portland have been protesting for over a hundred nights. This, I'm, I don't need to update you on the current events really, but that's the setting we're in. And I kind of feel like I'm experiencing all of it. I don't think I've ever been very good at directing my own energy. So I take my thoughts and opinions and energy from other people's thoughts and opinions and energy. And as I say that, I don't know if I'm telling the truth. I don't know if I know. Um, but anyway, this I'm trying to describe the state that I'm in. And I just, I was watching protests all night long till like 3 a.m. when they first kicked off. Uh, I've been, before that, I was like, following every single coronavirus update every day, seeing how the numbers were growing, trying to see what kind of treatments there were, seeing how Italy was doing, like following it all daily. Catherine, can you come over here and lie down? I've started following the election stuff more closely. And I think a lot of this is because I feel like I need to help in some way. I need to, uh, you know, I have really strong feelings about how people are treated and I think that a lot of people are treated really poorly, unfairly, and there's a lot broken in this world and I want to do something about it, but I'm immobilized by fear and uncertainty and uh, low confidence in myself. So instead I absorb it all, absorb it all without a solution. And I must have had this sort of tendency my whole life because I don't think it's brand new that I feel like I'm floating in the wind and just kind of going wherever the energy takes me. I don't want to blow in the wind anymore. So I have found it useful over the past few months to do voice recordings, downloading my thoughts rather than journaling because I know I need to get it out and I don't, I just don't want to spend the time writing. I think having a journal is important but it's never been something that I've been good at doing consistently and it just gives me anxiety to think about it. So I'm going to start spitting it all out and I might post this on the internet because Someone else might be feeling kind of like me too. And I've been listening to a myriad of podcasts lately and following the people on Twitter and on Instagram and getting to know their lives and being really invested. And like, I don't want anyone to do what I'm doing, but maybe you'd relate. 
or be interested or need the white noise. Hopefully it's pleasant white noise. I'll warn you though, it's not gonna be pleasant. It's gonna be up and down. I might cry. You might have no fucking idea what I'm talking about, but I'm hoping as part of this exercise that I'm gonna figure out what kind of human I am. Figure out how I feel, figure out where I want to direct my energy, figure out what my purpose is, what my vision is for my life. All these things that I've either never had or I've denied that I had. So I guess while I share this with you, I'm going to try to figure out what type of human I am. Okay, so I guess let's start surface level Um, because I really do feel like I have just started to puncture the surface Um, and we're gonna eventually dive really deep and probably take some wrong tunnels, but let's start with what I thought I knew. Um, So I am 29. I will turn the big 3-0 in December. Feels like that should be a big deal. I come from an intact family. I have an older sister. Uh, We grew up, we were close enough in age, we're four years apart, um, and we grew up playing together relatively well, but it was enough of a gap that, like, the middle school years and high school years, we fought a lot more. We didn't hang out, etc. But since she went to college, and then we actually went to school together for a while when she was doing her PhD, Um, We've gotten really close. So I have a good relationship with my sister. She's not perfect, but neither am I. Um, I have always been obsessed with both my parents. Um, They're both really kind, wonderful, smart, open-minded people. Um, I never felt like my life was in danger. I always felt like really safe and lucky. And um, everyone thinks that my mom is so sweet. And she is. She's the best. We love her. Uh, but you're going to hear my cat from time to time. Uh, but there's more that I'll have to get into it with her, and that's going to be kind of painful. Uh, my dad is an engineer. Uh, sometimes I feel like we had a hard time, but I don't know what kind of relationship we had. I think it was, you know, it was good. He was always really nice. He gave me all my life advice. He um, taught me calculus and helped me pass physics. Um, So I've always been really just kind of in awe of all the things that he knows, although as I've gotten older and now it's just kind of a joke, uh, I've realized that he just knows how to come up with a plausible idea, like his own theory. Um, But he's totally willing to like, pretend to be Google and, you know, come up with some kind of answer, but it's not necessarily true. But I grew up thinking that he knew everything. I had this impression that he finished three college degrees when really he studied multiple subjects, but he ultimately only got one bachelor's. So I just thought that he knew everything and had like done every major and had, yeah, three bachelors. Um, We grew up in small town Indiana 
And I never felt like we didn't have enough of anything. But my sister grew up feeling poor for a while. Um, so we never had a lot. We had, my parents had modest incomes. Mercury! But I felt like I grew up with a pretty average Midwestern life. Suburban. Um, yeah. But I was, after kindergarten, I went to ELP, or Extended Learning Program, I think, which was the special kids, everyone called us, um, who, I guess, tested higher. I don't even know what that means. I don't think I want my kids to be in, like, honors types programs growing up. Anyway, there's so many interesting things that happened in the 90s and 2000s and hopefully are kind of ending. But, so I grew up in all honors classes starting from first grade. Um, and so I had one very tightly knit group of friends and I never really branched out of it. The reason for that was because in elementary school, I think the majority of these like honors kids that they dubbed all went to one school, which meant since we went to that school, most of the time we went to one middle school, but there were only two. So we might have split into two two middle schools, two high schools, but ultimately like I was schooled with the same people, had the exact same classes with the same like 30 people. Um, and I'm still friends with like my close friends today are mostly people that I met in school in that small town. I have never felt like I was good at getting close to other people or believing that friendships were going to be deep and long lasting. So I have a few like forever friends that, you know, we celebrate everything together. I, you know, they pass the front porch test. Who knows if we'll ever make it to the same front porch. Um, but people that I know will be in my life, but I can count them on one hand. Maybe even just a couple fingers. And part of me feels like that's not okay. Which is something we'll get into. Um, let's see. Okay, so normal upbringing, pretty, you know, average. Had this group of friends that I grew up with. I am married. Um, I have been with my husband since I was 16. Uh, so we've been together 14 years, almost. Uh, and I've known him, or known of him, since probably fourth grade. We went to the same elementary school. We didn't know each other at that point, but I did know his sister. So I knew of him. Um, yeah, so we got married six years ago. No, five years ago, which is crazy. This past five years has gone so quickly. Um, uh, life is insane, people. Do you agree? Anyway, so we don't live in our hometown anymore, but again, bringing my whole hometown with me. So I've been exploring um, this like, oh my gosh. All right, I'm going to have to go make sure he got fed. Anyway, in trying to figure out what kind of human I am, I have sort of like briefly explored inner child work. And the people who I talk to about it 
like haven't actually talked to anyone who practices it in person. I've just read about it and listened to a couple of podcasts about it. And so the people around me, I think, don't really understand. And so it makes me feel like my belief that it's something that affects me has to be wrong. But it would make sense the stuff from my childhood affects me because I have carried my childhood with me my entire life. I mean, obviously you're going to, hopefully, if you have a nice, happy family, you assume that you want to keep your family close, have a good relationship with them. But to bring almost every aspect of my life and feel like I carried it with me since I was a kid. What is your deal? Like, I have a lot of childhood emotional baggage and I don't know if I figured out who I am outside of what my identity was as a kid because so many of the people who I know I met as a kid and so that I still wrap my identity up with that time period when I met them this is a bad intro to just the basics okay this is good though. It's kind of outlining some of the things that I'll probably talk about. All right, so married my high school sweetheart. We were long distance for a long time, and so this is the first time we've lived together, um, since, like basically since we got married. Um, it's great. He's a wonderful person. Maybe we'll talk about him. Maybe we won't. Uh, I went to college in Indiana, and. The interesting thing about that was that I only applied to two schools and I only applied to in-state schools. One was a private school and one was a state school. And I grew up thinking that I did not want to go to school in-state. I grew up thinking what my sister thought, which was that Indiana is not a place to spend your whole life. The people here aren't that great. The politics isn't aren't that great. What is there fun to do? I don't know what she thought, but she thought she would not go to school in Indiana, and that was her main goal, was to leave the state. So I assumed, well, I had to do that too. It felt like both of my parents had done that. Um, so I just had this assumption that I had to leave the state. But then, ultimately, I didn't actually know where to go. I didn't want to work to research schools. I didn't want to commit to leaving. I think I was scared to go too far away. I did also have this long distance relationship already. Um, so I'm sure that played into my fear of leaving as I, we were trying to stay together. God knows why. I'm glad we did. Um, but anyway, so I went to a state school and it was great. I loved it a lot, but it wasn't what I thought I was supposed to do. And I think there's still a part of me somewhere that thinks I should have tried harder to do something else. When people ask me, you know, what made you choose that school or what made you choose that major? Or what made you choose this career path? I don't ever really feel like I deliberately made those choices. And I don't know why I think that I need to deliberately make every choice either. I think I have this vision in my head that my whole life is laid out for me and I'm supposed to know what it's gonna turn out to be and then I walk the path to get there. 
Oh, shit. This is why I like spoilers in movies. Oh, boy. I'm really bad at goal setting because I don't know what the end goal is because I can't see it because obviously you have no idea what your life is going to end up like. That's the whole point. It's fun to be spontaneous and be surprised and learn new things and meet new people and be willing to change your mind when you know that it's right to change your mind about a life decision that you've made. You don't have to be the same person the whole time. I don't know why anyone would do that. And yet, I expect myself to know exactly where I'm going to end up and all the steps along the way before I'm going to start. So, I've been working at home for six months. The country might be sliding into fascism. Uh, the people around me are much better at keeping their heads on their shoulders. I think they know their purposes and they're not freaking out like I am. So I feel a little alone and I feel a little lost and yet I think this is exactly what I need. I have been needing a kick in the pants for a long time. I have known that I've been unhappy for a long time and I have to learn to make my own decisions and figure out what I want. What kind of human am I? Am I a human who teaches people? Am I a human who takes care of animals? Am I a human who takes every new opportunity and doesn't look back? Am I a human who tells the truth all the time? Do I have integrity? Is that the most important thing to me? I am literally like a cottonwood seed. You know, teensy, teensy, little wispy seeds. I wanna be a milkweed seed, but I think I'm a cottonwood seed because they're even more just freaking goalless. There's like no weight to them to help them land where they want to be. They're just stuck in the wind. So some of my goals, some of my problems with myself have been that I want to be more honest with myself and with others. I want to ask for what I want and what I need. Therefore, I want to know what it is. Uh, so let's see. Kind of radical honesty is a goal that's really, really hard for me. <laughs> let's see I had these in my head oh the other thing about me is that I have ADHD and up until seven months ago I had never considered thinking about it every day as a method for helping me cope with it I was unofficially diagnosed when I was in elementary school. My dad and sister both have it and were on medication for a certain point of time. Um, my teachers really wanted me to get tested and my mom refused. She was like, yeah, she probably has it and I know that I don't want to do the treatments that they're going to tell her to do. Uh, so I've been sort of like loosely diagnosed with this air that I interpreted as doesn't matter, she's going to be fine. She's doing fine. Uh, 
to getting diagnosed as an adult because I wanted to try medication because that was the easy way. And I had started to notice how poor my working memory was. At least I think it's working memory. I don't really know what that is. Maybe we'll figure that out. Um, But I was like forgetting my friends' names from college. Like people whose weddings I was in, I would blank on their name. And it just happened frequently enough that I felt like something was wrong. Um, So they did some cognitive tests and they're like, yeah, you're depressed, which I had known. I've been depressed before. And you have ADHD, inattentive. Got medication, was probably on it for a year, tried to make it better. and ultimately gave up and then that was three years ago so now I am on antidepressants for the first time since college Um, and I'm going to talk therapy on a regular basis and largely talking about the ADHD issue Um, so I'm on that whole journey of trying to control my brain figure out what my goals are, wrap my head around all of this psychology, make it through a global pandemic, which is probably the first of many in my lifetime, and hopefully the United States will get its shit together and figure out how to deal with the next one better. Um, but also climate change is uh, ravaging the world right now. Uh, so it's kind of hard to be alive. But Humans have always had these problems. And I really, I'm struggling to talk, to like describe my feelings on this because I think since humans should know better, we should be able to figure out how to coexist with the world. But also if I sort of put more of my biology brain on it, we're all just fucking animals competing to be the best. So of course we're going to kill each other and compete for resources and, you know, have these big tribes that create chaos. Like the animal, animal kingdom is not a pretty place. Natural selection doesn't happen because everything is fine and good. It's because there's pressures that, require you to adapt in these new ways so you know what we're all fucking insane but also there's probably multiple universes so anyway what I'm trying to accept so that I can have my own life and live it is that I have to do the best that I can so I got to figure out what that is instead of counting on the world to tell me how we're going to do it all and the best way to find your diamond in the rough is to do it when you're under a shit ton of pressure like we are in 2020 except that I think that really we're still stuck in 2016 that's when shit started to really hit the fan and go insane but again also my new philosophy is that all of life and history and the earth I imagine it as one bucket of water we're all in it together we're all experiencing some similar stuff um, I shouldn't have gone on that tangent because now I have no idea where I was going to end with that and I'm really regretting sticking it in here because I would like these to 
sort of carry a theme instead of being in 100% stream of consciousness. But you never improve on something until you practice it. And this is the first time I've done this. So I guess we're going to go see how long it takes to figure out what kind of human you want to be when you're 29 and you're not 100% sure if you've ever known. Talk to you later.